Thanks for joining us today for the Mission Tabernacle Outreach Podcast. We'll get started in just a moment. If our podcast adds value to your life, please consider sharing it with family and friends. And if this is your first time with us, please subscribe so you'll stay up to date with the latest message. And now, here's today's podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Kelly Brooks with Mission Tabernacle Outreach. I'm so glad you're here with us, and I'm excited about another opportunity to spend time with you. Last week, we discussed the delivering power of Jesus. In today's series of Connection 21, we will be taking our scripture from Matthew chapter 9. We will begin by learning about Jesus' relationship with the paralyzed man that he miraculously healed in front of the multitudes. Jesus entered into his ship and passed over and came into his own city, Capernaum. Jesus spent many ministry years in Capernaum. This is where many of his miracles were performed. The people brought Jesus a man that was sick of the palsy, which means he was paralyzed. He was lying on a bed. Jesus, seeing their action of faith, said unto the paralyzed man, Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven you. Why would Jesus say this if they had brought the man to Jesus to be healed? This was perhaps a sickness that had been caused by sin. There are sins that cause sicknesses to take hold of our bodies. Certain of the scribes who studied the law of Moses began to discuss the matter among themselves. They thought he was blaspheming. Jesus knew, as he knows all of our thoughts, exactly what they were thinking. Jesus asked them, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For whether it is easier to say, Your sins be forgiven you, or to say, Arise and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Jesus then said to the man sick of the palsy, Arise, take up your bed, and go into your house. Jesus not only chose to forgive the man for his sins, but to heal his body as well. The man proved the miracle had been performed. He did as Jesus said and arose and departed to his own house. The multitudes marveled at the miracle Jesus had performed. They glorified God which had given such power unto men. Pay attention to this sentence. Of course the multitudes did not truly understand at this time that Jesus was the Son of God. Yet the scripture states that they glorified God which had given such power unto men. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that heals our bodies and minds. 1 Peter 2.24 says, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. This scripture tells us that Jesus bore our sins on the cross. Once he washes our sins away, we should strive to live righteously. Is Jesus the one whose stripes healed us lived righteously? There was a time in my life when Jesus healed me from stage 3 colon cancer. My body had been in excruciating pain for six months. I would bend over in pain and cry. I had left work many times and drove straight to the doctor's office and begged them to do tests. Every time my white blood cell count would be off. They would treat me with antibiotics. I knew something was terribly wrong. I had made four trips to the emergency room. On the fourth visit, I was sent home again. I knew I was dying. 
I had lost 35 pounds really fast. I could not keep any food down. I was growing weaker by the day. I told my mom I was going to die and I laid down on my couch. I began to pray that if God was still going to use me, that he would heal me. I received a call about 30 minutes after returning home from the hospital. It was a doctor from the hospital I had just left. He asked me to trust him and drive back to Atlanta. He said he had been watching my case on the computer and promised if I would return, he would have a room ready for me. We did not hesitate. We instantly left for the drive back. I was in the hospital nine days. I had six to eight inches of my colon removed and woke up with a colostomy bag on my side. When the doctor told me I had stage three colon cancer, my family was present in the room. I felt God tell me immediately, it's not cancer. I refused chemo and that really upset my family. I knew I had to make the decision based on what I felt God was telling me. After trips to different cancer facilities, at the request of my doctors and family, I finally agreed to chemo pills for six months. My girls and I prayed over my first bottle of pills. I decided if I felt bad at all, I would not continue taking the pills. I took them for six months. I had been cancer-free now for 11 years. Praise God. At the time, I had sin in my life that I knew was destroying my walk with the Lord. I knew I had to walk away from the sin I had committed. I did walk away. I even moved away to escape the temptation in my past. Yes, I did mess up again, but God forgave me and I never wanted to go back to my old life again. It took me a while, but after a battle between the world and being sold out to my master, the Lord saw me through. About six years ago, I sold out to Jesus completely. It is certainly a battle at times, but we have to make sure our relationship with Christ is first and foremost. Heaven is my goal, and taking as many with me as I can. I can never go back and change the missed opportunities I had to lead others to Jesus. I can change the way I live my life from this moment forward. You can too. If you have not accepted Christ as your Savior, please do so today. He is waiting for you. It is a matter of believing His Word that He is real, confessing your sins before Him and accepting Him into your heart. Romans 10, 9 and 10 is a great place to begin. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Connection 21. We hope you will join us next week. If you have enjoyed our time together, please like and share with family and friends. You may join us at www.kingdomrock.org or you may find us at Mission Tabernacle Outreach on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and Amazon. You may message me directly at missiontabernacle20 at gmail.com. Please continue to pray for us that God will open doors for us to reach out into the highways and byways and compel them to come to Him. Thank you, and we hope you will join us next week.